Hey, what's going on? I'm Jeremy Lee, and you are listening to episode 18 of Reading the Play, the show where athletes share their story and experiences about life and sports. Additionally, we break down some key decisions they made so you can get a better understanding of their journey and where they are today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can hear other great stories by athletes. You can also find them on sportcalgary.ca. And for more content, follow the Facebook page Reading the Play, and to get the latest news, including new episodes on the way, follow on Instagram at Reading the Play or myself at Legacy. In this episode, we'll talk to Mombi Diawara, one of the greatest basketball players in the history of the Calgary Dinos basketball program. Starting in Montreal, Mombi knew that he needed to head south in order to get that NCAA exposure. But it wasn't until he came to Calgary that he established himself as one of the premier players in the country. From hitting the game-winning shot for the very first national championship in Dinos history, to winning Canada West Player of the Year in his final season, Mombi continues to soar to new heights. Well, it looks like the great Mombino's all warmed up on the hot seat. Let's get it. The great Mombino paying a visit to Story Island today. Great to have you here, man. How are you doing? Thank you, man. Thank you, Jeremy. I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me, man. Before we get started, I want to know how the nickname The Great Mambino came about. <laughs> I came actually, uh, I think my second year actually with uh, Lucas. That was uh, Lucas Meyer- Myers. It was actually one of uh, the broadcasters that we had last year and the year before. So yeah, it was just, he just came up with the name and I didn't know because actually I didn't. I wasn't watching the game on uh, Canada West TV, you know, on the internet. So it's like, Guys was calling me like that. I was like, yo, where's that coming from? And it's like, oh, that's how Lucas call you. So that's how I started. It's but. stuck. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, not originally from Calgary, but uh, you're here now. How's how's Calgary treating you? Oh, man, Calgary has been has been great, to be honest, man. It's a great place, man. People are, are just great to me, you know. So since I've been here, I've been here for three years now. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, people are just showing love uh, off the court, on the court, so a little bit everywhere. So it's, it's a nice city, man. It's, I would have never thought I would have been here. But but your basketball story starts in Montreal. Uh, that's where you're born, and that's where you grew up for a lot of your childhood, eh? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, born and uh, raised in Montreal from a uh, family of uh, four. So, yeah, it's just, you know, man, my parents moved there when uh, I was uh, I was born there, actually. So my sister, my older sister was out there when probably she was 10 and everything. So, yeah, we just lived there, you know, like growing up downtown Montreal. So, you know, it wasn't easy, you know, where we come from, the neighborhood is, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening out there. So, you know, we're trying to keep a, trying to stay out of trouble, but at the same time, like, that was the people that I was going to school with. That was my, my friends, you know. So I was, uh, you know, seeing them every day and stuff. But, like, yeah, growing up there just, you know, make me who I am today. And, like, yeah, it's, it's good good time, you know. I learned a lot. And, uh, yeah, like today I'm in Calgary and, uh, you know, times fly. Totally. So what, what was your introduction to basketball then? How did that come about? Uh, I'll say it come about, like, uh, pretty much the neighborhood. Like, like everybody was playing basketball. Like, I think that was the... the the sport that everybody was just playing like you know it's easy to play you go to the park and uh, from where i'm from like uh we had a a big uh how we call it how we can call that a big district so, you know so there's like actually a basketball court there was a, so- a soccer court on the neck on the other side so it's like really like a a place where there's a lot of kids so we right. always could go out and just shoot the ball play but growing up i played soccer too you know like uh because we had a little recreation center. Yeah, it's like a complex, Exactly, eh? yeah. complex, really close to our, to our crib. So over there, we were just playing, let's say, on Monday, play hockey, soccer on Tuesday, you know, like different sports. So guys were just around. And uh, I guess I pick up basketball a little bit later, more seriously. But yeah, just been always been active, always been moving. So and it kept you out of trouble. Yeah, it does. It does, it, does, it kept me out of trouble a lot. So you know, so because when you're on the court, I guess you don't have, you don't find time to do bad things. You know, so 
I guess that's that's a good thing for me. So outside of basketball, was there a, another sport that you excelled at? Uh, I'll say I excelled probably in soccer for a bit. You no, know, I was thinking really soccer seriously like as a young age before I said yeah before twelve. So playing around, I play in there in good teams and stuff. So I was good. I was good, but I don't know. It's just something about basketball that really like you know got me stuck in there. So it's like yes. Yeah, Did you figure out what it was? Yeah, I don't know, man. Until now, it's just. A dirty crossover, <laughs> the sound of the net. Yeah, just, yo, guys around, like, basketball is just it's easy to play. And, like, I don't know, the the vibe that you get when you play basketball, the people that around, like, it was just fun, you know. Like, I just, you know, my, my oldest cousin was playing too, so it just got me into it really quick. Did you play minor basketball at all or club basketball? And what was that scene like in Montreal? Yeah, I played, uh, actually, I played high school, and I played uh, for a club called... Uh, Sun Youth, starting uh, my career, like I said, like starting as a, as a young age. But, yeah, I played for a different club. I play, I ended up playing for Dowson to Paget. So these are a club that uh, that just in Montreal called NBL League. So it's the, all the club leagues, and they, are, they all play against. And a plus of that, I was playing in high school. So I was getting a lot of basket as a young age. So I was playing a lot, playing for both teams because they're not in the same conference or same actually league so yeah it was just it was just fun just a lot of sweat out and uh yeah basketball wasn't it wasn't easy for me I wasn't always good like you know like that so like people think I was really small too so I was like I grew up being a point guard you know okay I grew up that's where the handles come from yeah 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 pretty much I grew up really a point guard you know passing and everything dribble the ball and uh, then I just grew up a summer like I went back home in Africa, seeing the family and stuff. Coming back, guys were telling me, yo, you you got you got taller. Like, yo, what's going on and stuff? But I didn't know, you know? Like, obviously, you don't see you grew. But I came back and just kept playing and stuff. And uh, apparently, uh, yeah, I grew and it helped, it helped my game since then. So, that's fun. It was over that one summer. Yeah, over that one summer, probably. How much do you think you grew? Uh, probably three, three to four. Three. Okay. Yeah, three, three inches. And that changes your game, though, hey? It did, it did, it did a bit, because uh, obviously I was taller, so I don't know. It looked like I had I had a view to the game that I don't feel like I had before, you know? So you're a little bit taller, you get... I was thinking that, oh, I can't get to the basket now, I don't have to do floaters and stuff, you know? Like, the game, my game changed a little bit more, too. So I was playing as a, at the two, because there was always someone smaller than me on the court, so, you know? So that's why I developed being, like, a shooting guard a bit more, a little bit more down the road so did you ever uh cross paths with david kapinga in montreal friend no, of the show no that's that's, that's funny because uh, we never crossed paths in montreal where i was from montreal downtown okay and uh kapinga is from a uh, look from the west of montreal you know a place we called uh, pierrefonds that was from uh, the the west island so yeah we never crossed and i think he left pretty early to come in calgary Oh, I see. So, yeah, 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 you didn't really like stay in Montreal too long, you know. So that's pretty much that's why I didn't really we didn't we didn't run into each other. But a few guys that I know that was living in this neighborhood was like, oh, yeah, I know Capping. You know, he's playing like he was he was living in the neighborhood before he went to Calgary. So I was like, oh, Cap, you know them? He's like, yeah, I was out there when I was young. So you know, a few connection left and right but yeah that's pretty much like uh, i met really kept when i got in calgary then you like you make the decision to go to the alma academy or maybe your parents did i'm not yeah. sure but <laughs> yeah i mean so seth man it's just been a long process for real because after high school i went to momorency you know that's a that's a college that uh i got recruited i signed year i signed over there i played one year i had a great year i won a rookie of the year in that league and the RCQ that year. And, uh, yeah, everything went well. It's just school. To be honest with you, school was hard. Like, school never been easy for me. So it's like, you know, uh, high school is always easy. People people figure it out to get over high school. Sure, you know? yeah. But after, after when you get in college, that's when you really realize that this is a, this is a, being a student, you know? That's so, right. So it kind of hit me. So, like, to be honest, my grade wasn't good and stuff like that so i didn't I, I wasn't eligible to play my second my second semester okay on my second year so that's really what happened and then from then i didn't want to sit down the half of the season and you know because it's really tough i didn't want to go back and you know like just not playing and like being like 
like I don't know get your mind into other things so I was like damn I got I gotta keep playing so I reached out to uh, Alma Academy which uh, this uh, this wasn't Alma it's probably like a few hours from Montreal and stuff is really it's really far yeah it's probably seven yeah. hours and uh, from they had an academy so there wasn't really like you was going to school but you your school didn't uh, rely rely let's say on the, the basketball side you know so whatever you was doing on basketball is basketball and school was school so cause pretty we separate was, exactly pretty separate because all the tournament was doing was in the state okay. so the coach was trying to give us like exposures and stuff so we had a league in Toronto was playing teams in Toronto so it's really like a lot of traveling but it's good because we was playing good team getting exposure and stuff so they decided to take me that year too knowing that I felt my courses at Montmorency, they know the, uh, the whole situation. So it's kind of a chance for me, you know. So I went out there and take all full advantage of it. So just work and stuff. Played well, too. Played well. And uh, that's where I got my offer from Lamar State College in Texas. So the offer came. Uh, uh, the coach, coach talked to me about the offer. And I'm really excited, you know, you know, because it's, it's like, I guess, a a step closer to the dream, play D1, you know, so I'm like junior college in Texas, it's hot, it's nice, you know, like. But you I have am, to get your foot in the door, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm like, I'm going to junior college in Texas, like, you know, this could be nice for me. So I, I actually like commit at the, the junior college, Lamar State College, went out there, had a good two years. What was the transition like, though, going down to Texas? Because that, that is a million miles away from Montreal, right? It is, it is, it is. Like, uh, transition wasn't too bad, to be honest. Like, it wasn't too bad. Obviously, like, uh, the game was different. Game, game, mm-hmm. when it, when it come to uh, the game, like, it was, I, I think, more physical than the game that I played before, more fast. Some big dudes Some down big there. guys hit. in there, you know, <laughs> like, you're playing kind of every team. There's a seven-footer. It was really different. So I had to adjust my game too, you know. So I was coming out there as a, as the Canadian too, you know, so no, whatever you did before, whatever you did out there, you don't, you don't get the same respect over there, you know, so. They don't know who you are You don't there, know, right? they don't know, you know, they're coming, oh, it's like, oh, one, just a little Canadian, like whatever, we recruit a Canadian. So you go out there and like, guys gonna let you know, like, this is, this is the jungle, you know, so you go in, practice every day, get into a fight with a few, few teammates, like, like, they let you know, like, it won't be easy, like, because that's what the guys, like, you're not coming for their spot. You know, that's how they see it. You know, there's everybody trying to get the next, the next, the next, whatever, the next contract to go play the D1 levels or anything, you know. So it's really, like, it changed my mind. I was like, okay, this is, this basketball is serious. Like, it's not like you just go out there and play basketball and everything's fine. You know, there's guys that really take it seriously to, you know, to go, get a scholarship because if they don't get it they might not go to school so they see things differently from what we do because we probably take it for granted be like oh i'll still go to school if i don't play basketball you right know? But, so yeah it make it make it make a big difference you know it, it, it just it just got me ready i just see approach the game another another way so that's an interesting point though how do you play as a team with specifically with that lamar state um squad where everyone's in that mindset of scarcity and trying to protect what they have. But it's like, how do you come together as a team and play together as a team when everyone's so focused on themselves? That's a good question, man. I still, I was trying to figure it out that my first year too, you know, because like, like you said, everybody trying to trying to make it to the next step, to the next level. But like, you got to find a way to just, I guess, do you in the team. You know what I mean? Like, being able to, to, to combine both, you know, because obviously if you don't do what the coach wants, if you don't do what coach asking or whatever, you won't be on the court or you won't, you know. Coach still got to win too, like, because I guess the coach too got to try to go NCAA too, you know. Like, yeah. so everybody, like, on the same boat. So we got to win. You got to perform. So, you know, so, like, get both together is not easy, you know. So for sure, like, this, you know, sometime I had tough game. There's no one that came to me to be like, oh, you're you fine, you know, like, you got to pick up your, yourself and be like, okay, like, you know, no one's going to come for you and help you, like, on those, those tough days. So, yeah, it's tough, but it's it's good. That's trying to find that balance, I yeah, guess. Yeah, eh? pretty and much. And it's just going to be a roller coaster, and you sometimes you're going to have good days, sometimes you're going to have bad days. You have to accept that. Exactly, exactly. It's not easy. It's, like you said, sometimes good day, bad days. But, you know, just going through is like, 
I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself too. I was just happy to be out there too, you know, like, like I said, it was really fun, met good guys, everything. And, uh, I did well my, my, my two years too. So it was really a good time. How did you feel the development in your game progressed in those two years down in Texas? It's good. I think I progressed a lot to be honest, especially more mentally. I'll okay. say, yeah, more mentally than actually like physically or skills and stuff, you know, cause like, like I said, like you go out there and like every practice, like there's no walk to like guys not come in and practice just to, to walk to practice. Like, you know, like every day, if you're not ready, like they're going to let you know they're not ready. They're going to expose you on the court. They're going to, they're going to body you like, you know, so you come there and you're like, okay, this today I got to, I got to perform, you know, like you got a short time to go to practice, but I got to be at my hundred percent, you know, and uh, this helped me toward the, toward after that, toward my process because it's, that's how I approach every game from now on, every practice. You know, I got a mentality where I'm going out there and it's like, okay, this this can be the last one. Like, you know, so, yeah, go in and just leave it all. Did your role change much uh, while you're down there between first and your first year and second year? It did. That's it. That's a good question that you brought that in because, like, it actually, it actually did. Like, my, not I won't say from my first year to my second year, but I thought I would have more expectation my second year, like more, let's say more, more role. Like the coach would have let me play a little bit more my second year than my first year, even though I had a great first year. But I guess it just never, I never got at the point that I wanted to. You know, I was coming my second year with high expectation, and uh, I did, I did okay. I don't, I won't say I did bad, but it's just like, you know, everybody can score the ball. Everybody everybody do those stuff over there you know so yeah. it's like what what else can i can i do to just you know like uh, so did you fell other parts of your game exactly I have, I, exactly i have to i have to really concentrate on other part of my game my defense rebounding like doing all the little things that people don't want to do sometimes or scorers yeah. don't want to do because like like i said like in those team like everybody can score the ball everybody does do those things so you got to you got to show up and doing other things that guys don't do, you know, to actually be able to get minutes or play and stuff. So my game was really like, I wasn't out there like as a scorer. Like it wasn't, oh, this is my B, he's going to drop 30, he's coming. Like, you know what I saying? Yeah. So I was just, you know, I was getting my stuff, like getting my shots in and stuff. But like I never had, like I think my both years I averaged like close to 12 both years. Okay. So, you know, yeah. it's all right. It's all right. It wasn't too low, too high, but... It was steady. You were pouring it in, though, Exactly. Right? It's yeah. steady. It's steady, you know? So, this gave me that vision, too, that I got I got to do other stuff, you know? Scoring is just not the the, the only thing that you you got to do. So, yeah, that's very much... Were you, like, a shooting guard, small forward? Yeah, I was point? I was a shooting guard. I was, a sh- I was playing two, sometimes three, actually, on yeah. the wing. And uh, just, yeah, I was... One of, uh, yeah, you know, defensive guy too. You know, I, I've, I had the role to pick up uh, good offensive guys on uh, other teams. Then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much rebound. Like, you know, I was doing other stuff than just scoring. So, Did you find that you eventually got the respect of your teammates? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it, uh, it, it took a while. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they, you know, they respect me. You know, it's like I had... I had a few good games too, you know, I was coming out there and it was like, okay, this guy showed us that he can't ball, you know, so after that, it was just like, okay, you're, you're a baller, you know, so they kind of give me that mutual respect where it's like, we know you you can do it too, you know, so it's like, it felt great because like, it was, they didn't give me at, 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 at first, you know, at first, my first few weeks, remember, like, I wasn't shooting the ball not good and they're like, they're trying to let me know that I was a non-shooter. Like, even the coach didn't want me to shoot the ball at some point, you know? So that's how low it was. And, you know, I fight my way back there. So up and down, up and but down. But that, that messes with your mentality. Yeah, like, mental a lot, you know? So I, like I said, I went to being a non-shooter for them to be like, because whatever you did in Montreal, if it was a, a shooter, shooter, like, they don't care, you know? Like, so you come out there and you, you got to prove yourself again. So yeah, that's, that's what it is. So after your second year with Lamar State, what are you thinking after that? Well, after the second year, I'm like, I'm like, what's next? To be honest, because like I did one year at Momo, then uh, I transferred to Alma, then uh, the clearinghouse is like, uh, you know, like, you you went to like let's say two 
post post grad school, like you know after after high school. So they like they're trying to give me one year of eligibility to play Division One. Okay. You know, so that's you only had one year. One year, yeah. That's what they're telling me. You know, so I'm like, I'm like, cause junior college count as two. Yeah. Play two years junior college. So yeah. I got, then after that, they look at my paperwork and they're like. You only you have know one you year. only for one year, so like, do you like now? I'm thinking, do I do, do I really want to force that? Is it really worth it? You know, so I'm like, I'm in the between because obviously I can get a degree and uh, one year. I don't think it's enough exposure to me to get to get where I need to. So yeah, after that, it's just start thinking. CIS might be the best decision, you know. Okay. Like, did you have any NCAA offers though? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did talk to Colorado State. I talked to uh, Weber. Okay. Uh, no, excuse me, Mercer. 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 Okay. Uh, Colorado State. There was a Texas Tech that was showing interest. A. You know. You know. But yeah, after that, just you know, they didn't. I guess didn't want to deal with a guard that would have one year. You know, like I mm-hmm. guess like interest. The interest went down and. Uh, yeah. I think I could have fight the case, but it would have been a lot. You know, I mean, uh, I don't think like a lot. A lot of coach, coaches wanted to go through all that and stuff like that at that point. So I was just like, I was thinking CIS. To be honest, at that time, I was like, CIS might be the best option for me and stuff like that. Coming back, talking to uh, my coach too at Alma, okay. and like uh, you know what he what he was thinking about the situation and what we could have done. So, because coming back to Canada, how many years then would you be able to? Play? I would have three. Three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, so that's I guess that's it's a big the, difference. It's a, it's a huge difference. It's yeah. a huge difference. So, were you looking at any schools in particular coming back to Canada then? Uh, coming back, I didn't have any school in particular. I I knew for a fact that I want I wanted to play like out of the RSQ, the Quebec League. You know, just cause like. I think like the the competition was a right, but I wanted to I wanted to have a more competition. You know, there's only five teams in that conference, and I wanted to I wanted to extend 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 my game. Let's say like play the best of the best. You know, if I wanted to come back, I wanted I wanted to play the best. So I was like, I was just thinking. I was like, yo, where could I fit? You know, where could I go? I talked to Brock University. So I went on a visit at Brock when I came back from uh, junior college. Then, uh, yeah, the visit went all right, you know. Uh, all right, I guess. Uh, didn't and, get that feeling. Yeah, though. exactly. They didn't get that feeling. You know, they didn't get that feeling. Uh, I guess me and the coach had different view when it came to... That's important, though. Exactly, exactly. It's really important because, like, like I said, this is my next three years, you know. And uh, obviously, I want to be in the best position I can. And yeah. uh, this is the last three years before whatever I'm I'm going for, you know. So I'm like, okay, I went on a visit there. It wasn't too bad. I'll keep my option open. I'll go. I'll go see what else. I went to Cap Breton on a visit okay. too. Okay. Yeah, coach was really, uh, yeah, really showing a lot of love. So I went out there, just visit the school and stuff. It just same thing, you know. Like uh, I, I think over there it was just more the conference, probably, you know, like know that the CBU didn't come from a good season and I wanted to be able to put myself in a, in a place where I could have, you know, compete for at least a, a conference title or something like that, you know? So I was like, I don't know. I would have a lot of playing time, a lot of shots, a lot of, you know, everything mm-hmm. was on the table. But but am I going to grow? Exactly, you know? Is it, is, it, is it really, like, where I want to be? Do I just want to be a scorer, like, stay there and probably not win, you know, mm-hmm. for three years or... You know, you never know. So I was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep my option open again. So uh, there's a Matchkin that reached out to me. That's how I really got in contact with Calgary. Matchkin uh, came out from CBU that year too to coach at UFC. So he was telling me, it's like, oh, I heard you coming back from uh, junior college and stuff. So uh, we're really looking at you. You'll be a good fit for us and stuff. You know, really, really being straightforward, uh, really with my role too, which is like, I really like It's like, oh, we, we currently have a score right now, but we want you as a secondary score, let's say, you know? So I was like, okay, like this make more sense, you know, like coach telling me like, this is what we're looking for, looking for this year, you know, like we got a score. We want you as a second option, but 
we're looking forward to build with you, you know? So I was like, okay, this this looked nice. Coming with Calgary, I think, the year before, lost against Carlton. Okay. On the finals. The yeah. Year before. So they had a they had a pretty good, decent years, you know? Like, the past few years was good. So I was like, this could be nice, you know? So I came on a visit, and we went from there. And you knew the competition and the talent was going to be top-notch. That was big for you. That was what you had evaluated everything through up until this point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So unlike Kapinga, did Coach Van Horen show up to your tryout? Yeah, it did. I, I, if I <laughs> if I remember, yeah, it did. Because I remember we was playing like uh, during the summer. They got they flew me out during uh, like uh, I think they they usually have a uh, dinos camp at okay. that time. So July and guys working and stuff. So we we're just playing five on five, and I think Coach was uh, just on the sideline and just sorry, uh, just watching and. Uh, and stuff. Then after that, he just came to me. He's like, "Yo, I really like your game. Feel like you can be a good fit for us." And uh, just good words. And uh, I felt like from there, like you got that feeling. I got that feeling, you know. So the feeling came, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is the spot." So, and it was okay that I was on the other side of the country. It was alright, man. I've, I've been everywhere, so you know. At that point, it was just like, it was just like matter of. Uh, the position I'll be in. Right, and the team itself. And the team, exactly. Yeah. How was the integration for you into the Dinos team? It was, it was good. It didn't take me too long to really get in, integrated in a team. Like, I felt like I was a part of the team, like, my first year right away. Like, people was good to me. So, it was good. It was just a lot of play, you know. Like, I was like, damn, like, we're running a lot of play. Like, okay, I got to know those play. Like, so it, it got me a little bit, like, Took me a little bit of time just to really r- understand the offense, run through the offense and stuff. But once I got everything, everything, everything was was really really smooth. You know. Was there any moment though, or any point where did you ever question if you made the right decision, or you're like, man, do I need like, should I be here? Uh, not not in Calgary. No. To be honest, not yeah. in Calgary. Not in Calgary. Like my only concern was always been school. You know, like okay. I was like, ah, oh, yo, it's cool. Like, what I'm gonna take? Like, what I'm gonna do? Like, I don't even know what I'm getting myself into. Like, you know, like I remember my first year, I, I was taking, I'm taking dance class. You know, yeah. I was taking <laughs> art, like just trying to pass class because, like, yeah. I, I felt before, you know, and. Uh, yeah. I know that feeling to not play. Like, you know, after season, so I'm like, yo, I just gotta make sure I'm. I'm staying eligible, like, you know, so my first year, I'm just taking class that I'm 100% I can pass, so after that, it's just like, okay, what what else can I do, like, can I, can I try to go for degree, like, like, because, like, my first year, totally my first year, I'm just taking class just to take class, you know, sure. I don't know, yeah. like, what's, what I'm going forward or what my degree will be, like, I'm just, school's not the priority, you know, yeah. like, yeah. I'm just trying to make sure basketball <laughs> is right, so. So after that, yeah, after that, just, you know, meeting with coach, talking to people, like, it just changed my mind to stuff. And I was like, yo, I have a lot of help and stuff to, to you know, to the position I am today and stuff. So That's awesome. It's great. Did you go right into that primary scoring role right off the bat? Or were you still in that secondary position and just, you know, waiting for your time to come? Uh, my, my first year? That, yeah. Yeah. My first year, no, I think I was, uh, yeah, I, let's, I'll say, like, I was just like... Uh, secondary like I was good secondary like for sure I was scoring the ball but like I don't think like it was like uh not set my team but I just feel like I was still trying to understand things you know like I didn't want to let set like step on other people's feet you know what I mean so I was just don't trying to just trying to be okay in my spot you know I was just trying to understand things and uh yeah that's pretty much you know like like coach got me here and he was pretty straight with my role so I was like I guess I'll do that. You know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. So I just played my role did that year, and uh, it went well. Coming into Calgary, though, for you personally, Mombi, did you, as Mombi Diawara, mm-hmm. did you know what your identity was as a basketball player, or like what type of player you were going to you are going to be? To be honest, which I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't know. Like I, I know my game. Like I knew my game for a long time. You know, like I know how good I was. Like I know what good I was at. Like shooting the ball, dribbling, whatever it is. But I didn't. Obviously, I didn't see my myself and my career when I I it went at UFC. To be honest, you know. So and I just think like it's a lot of sacrifice. You know, what I mean, like I know I, I know I was good. My game was good, but I just I just took it to another level. You know, what I mean, and. Uh, 
a lot a lot of respect to Thomas Cooper too, you know, because like when I came here my first year, like I learned a lot for him from him, you know, like I was looking at him, I was like, okay, he, he do things differently, you know, like so I was just trying to learn from him, but add add my touch to it, you know, like I didn't obviously don't want to be exactly like him, but I just wanted to add my touch and see what I could have done better, but the preparation, everything, like. But Thomas was influential yeah, for you. Hey? A lot, a lot, a lot. So after playing two years in Texas and then now coming back to Calgary, what were the different mental adjustments that you had to make? Because you had talked about how it was such a mental war yeah. playing down in Texas and then now you're bringing it back to Canada. Uh, I mean, yes, good, man. I came back and I was just like, I don't know. When I left junior college, I was like, Yo, this, 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 like, it, it kind of gave me a left a scar on me, you know? I was like, okay, like, I went out there, like, ups and down, but, like, now wherever I'm going next, like, I'm going on a mission, like, you know, I know what it takes, like, I go out, I went out there, like, I know how guys, like, taking it seriously, so, like, whatever I'm gonna do, wherever I end up at, I'm gonna go super hard, like, you know, that, that, that was really, like, the memo, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put everything on my side, I have a plan, and I'm gonna just follow the plan, so from that, like, I don't know, I just came and, and just execute that plan, you know, I was like, I was just making sure that everything I did was really, really on top of the top. When did you feel your role started to shift that you became the primary scorer for the team and you were responsible for a big part of the offense, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that came uh, this my second year at, at, at USC. Okay. My second year because obviously the team changed and uh, we lost a big scorer. Thomas Cooper left that year too. So, you know, I just... Uh, I just seen as a good opportunity to me to work on my game that summer i felt like the what did you do differently yeah that off season leading into that year that is just like a lot of workouts to be honest a lot of workouts workout workout stretch and just just like yeah just being in the gym you know just being in the gym without knowing because in my head i felt like the spot let's say the spot was wide open you know i mean that's how i felt i was like whoever come ready that year gonna play who gonna dominate you know that's how I saw it I was like okay we got a a good group of seniors that that just left now who who want to play you know who who want to make the next move to to be on the court when it when it count you know so I was like I I think I had a good chance you know and I I didn't want to be like oh people expecting me to be good so that's fine you know like I I, I know I'm gonna be playing next year that's okay you know I could have approached the season being like Okay, I'm gonna just get more playing time, even though I don't get better. Yeah, I'll still play. You know, like I'm still one of the best players on the team to be able to to find my way in the starting five and play a lot. Right. But I had more than that. You know, like yeah, especially seeing what we did the year before. I was like, yo, I want to win. Like I want, I want, I want the guys to know that. Like I want something different. You know, like I want to come out there and like let the guys know that oh, this guy is ready. Like he's on a different. And I want just the guy to follow me. Like okay we going to follow this league because he's, he's, he's on it, you know, it's different. So so that was really my mentality. Like, came, work out this summer, and, like, as soon as the preseason season started, like, I felt like I was at the top of my, top of my game, you know, mm. sacrifice on and off the court, like, doing stuff, like, differently, and uh, it, the results show up. So it's great. You talked about the sacrifices. Take us through, you know, kind of in specifically, like, what sort of things do you think you had to trade off? What kind of things did you have to give up in order to – to be the player you are today or uh have success in the spot that you did yeah uh i'll say just just my my off-court behavior to be honest you know to be honest like i said like coming back from where i'm from what i've what i've always like been around what i always done it's just like yeah i used to be good doing the things i was doing you know but i was like yo let's say i cut off this you know mm-hmm. cut off that like taking care of my body more more than I ever did, let's say, eat a little bit better, you know, just stretch a little bit more, like, at night. Or, you know, just the little stuff that people don't think will make the difference. So I'm like, like, let me let me just put everything on my side, and from there we'll see, you know? So that's how I saw it. Like, I was like, okay, just doing stuff off the court, and, you know, it's not good. Like, I don't want to get too personally, but, like, yeah. you know, like, so I was just like, okay, like, I'm going to just put everything, everything on my side, and I'll live with the result. And uh, to be honest, that was my best best basketball career, like best basketball year ever. Like you know, what I mean, like we won a national championship that year. Like, averages 
the most like 22 like you know like it's just everything for the part and like just the chemistry was good too with the guys too like it's not like I was just getting me and the guys was getting mad like you know everybody felt part of the team and I felt like that was a big difference too did you get that feeling of playing together as a complete unit right away in that fourth year there for you or did that gelling uh, of the team come together later on in the season yeah think? i'll say a little bit later on to the season because guys were still trying to figure out each other you know we had lucas that came a big part of the of the group we had and uh you know he was hurt uh starting that season that's right so he didn't really get that's uh, that much playing time and stuff so he get back we're trying to you know make him make him get this shot make him get into into this rhythm so it's just like you know, that was a, a small stretch that we had to work on it and stuff. And uh, just know each other, too, of the court, how, how you approach other guys and stuff. You know, so for sure, like starting the season, it was a little bit hard just to make sure everybody was on the same page. But I just felt uh, as soon as everybody buy in, yeah, we didn't look back. So you've seen it in multiple games in that fourth season there mm-hmm. where you guys just completely dominated. But when you guys are at your best... What does the perfect game look like for you offensively, defensively, as a team? Uh, as a team, it's just it's just rolling. Like, guys know their roles. Like, you know, like, guys know where the shot going to come from. Like, you know, like, we had a greatly leading point guard this year, David. Like, you know, you know one of the most vocal point guard I play with, like, to be honest. Like, you know, sometimes you're tired of hearing him talk, but he's saying the right thing, you know. Like, so that's a huge part because, obviously, I'm not really a, the most vocal guy on the court, you know. But like guys, you let like, your actions yeah, speak yeah, more, more, more than anything. <laughs> but you know, guys like David that just you know talk and always put things together. You know, make sure guys are on the right spot, same place. That play a big role. You know, you got Lucas that hit big shots. You know, like that year we had corner to rebound right. Johnny. Like we had, you know, like we had guys and uh, we just working, man. We had deep bench. You know, we could have go deep on our bench too. So you know, it's like. From the one to the twelve men, like we needed everyone. How how much do you communicate with David in French when you're on the court? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I don't know, but most of the time when we're speaking French, is either I'm mad at him or you know, like yo, you miss me right there, like you know, or sometimes we're just trying to have a quick play, make sure the opponent uh, opposite, uh, I mean, opponent don't understand what we're talking about, whatever, but. Yeah, most of the time, I don't know, it's quick. Like, we don't really have time to really, like, oh, we'll just talk your next play in French. Like, okay, yeah. That's what I'll, I was I'll thinking when you're trying to drop the next player. Yeah. Like, hey, be in this spot or whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more what it is than <laughs> just, yeah. But it did or help. Or when you're mad at him. Yeah, yeah. It did help a bit. It did. Who's the better dancer on the team, Lucas or David? <laughs> I have to, I have to say Lucas. I have to say Lucas Luke, got the moves. Lucas, Lucas got the movement, underrated man. But he got, he got some, you know. <laughs> I'm have to release a few videos if <laughs> if people don't believe me. But yeah, Lucas out there. <laughs> um, that fourth season was incredible. You guys make a deep run in the postseason, and you cap it off with that national championship victory. Going into those playoffs, though, how did you feel the team? was at a mentally you knew it was going to be a a, a tough grind yeah because um, even then like you had to fight your way through u of a <laughs> in the finals yeah. and, like that was a hard road to get there tough road tough road like you said man you know what i think like we wasn't expecting anything you know what i mean like that's where we were at at that point it's just like going to games like you know preparing yourself against any point opponent the same way you know like being prepared but it's just like, yeah, we wasn't expecting anything. So playoff comes, we lost twice against Alberta. Like, you know, we're going out there. It's a big, like, it's a, it's a uh, conference final. So it's like, yo, we lost two times. But, man, we're getting ready. You know, Coach pulled up a good a good game plan for us all week. And we execute that game plan for the, from the beginning of the game to the end, you know. And I had a tough game, man. David had to pick up that game. And, you know, it's just crazy because after this game, it's like, we won the, the Canada West finals at UFA, you know, and yeah, it's just on like... on the road, that's so uh, hard. Losing after, losing against them twice during the season, so it's just like, wow, like, it felt great, you know, and like... Before that game, though, how important was it for you to not have the 
emotions of the last two losses to U of A in your head? That's big. It, it came. It came back more than more than just those two losses from me actually, because okay. I, I I lost a lot of finals like coming up from high school like and stuff like that. You know, people that know me, I lost a lot of finals like even my first college year at Momo, lost in the finals in the conference, and then like. It just got into my head. I'm like, damn, I keep losing. Like, you know, like I'm like, yo, what's going on? What's wrong? So it's just like, even coming to this game, I was a little bit tight. You know, I was telling David, yo, David, we, we got to win. Like, you know, there's no other right. option. Like, we got to make it happen. And But you're putting that pressure on yourself. Yeah, man. yeah. You know, without knowing, like, really, I'm like, yo, like, I just want to win. Like, you know, whatever. I, I scored two points. I scored 30. Like, I just want to win. So... But it's like, yo, we good. He's telling me, yo, we good, we good. Like, we we going to follow the game plan and get things right, and we'll be all right. Just play your game. We'll be good. And the game happened, and I just, I have a tough half, you know. Like, first half of the, I think I had two fouls, and I set down the first half. I had one point at the half, and David just taking over. But we're still in the game, you know. Halftime right. game, by, I think, by two. So we're coming back, and and just get the job done you know it just happened that we we just finished up more plays than than they did at the end of the game down the stretch and it's just a wonderful feeling it's a gritty game though hey after that i was just <laughs> i felt so relieved so i was like damn like i was waiting on that one like i've been losing like and just when we won that one and i, I felt so free like so going to nationals like yo, that's the only win i needed like i felt free i was like okay now now i'm good to play you know and like when national games it's just we just roll out different beast different different because the pressure was off exactly it's just you know it's funny how pressure can affect a player it eh? does it does it does sometimes you know but i i I don't feel really it was pressure i won't say really pressure but just like anxiety is like you know like a little bit of like oh anxiety anxiety exactly it's just like i don't i'm like damn like i know like i just lost a lot of finals but i know like it has nothing to do with what coming next you know but it's just like bringing back in my head but yeah after this one it's just like okay this is over with you know that's the one i needed and we 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 never look for it after that in that year you guys win the canada west final Mm -hmm. you win the national championship over ryerson yeah but after hearing what you just talked about and the obstacle that you had to overcome in finally winning that big game in the canada west final which win was more special to you, Mombi? Obviously, I, I I would have to say to go with the Nationals. Yeah, I, I have to go with the Nationals to be honest, because that was a unbe- unbelievable like the feelings and everything. But it's just like it just all three games was so tight. Like you know, like I don't I don't like I don't think people understand how hard we work for that one you know what i mean like every game we played it was just a, a a dark game you know we we played that year we played against brock the team we lost in the preseason that year and uh you know they they were ranked probably top three all year that year you know so they end up losing in their in their conference and uh, they had the wild court so they finished seven and we finished second but obviously like we know we all knew that brock were better than a seven seat you know so yeah we got their first game down the stretch and just end up winning. You know, it was like a two-point game. We end up but winning. But it could go either way. It could have go either way at that game at that point too. You know, so in those tournaments, everybody knows like one bad game or you lost is done. You know, so we get over that. So after that, we got Miguel. You know, so obviously Miguel's a good team too. You know, but we just felt really ready. You know, like we played them in the preseason. We had a good game and uh, we just felt we we were better than them you know so we approached the game played well then hey yeah pretty much everybody watched the national finals last year so you know same thing man it could have go both way man so because yeah, manny went manny, off. manny went <laughs> off second half man dropping like 25 you know like it's just no it's a it's crazy game man just to be in it and just to you know, just to have a chance to play that game is just it's just crazy, man. The way we want to, like, I would have been the happiest guy. I was telling that to everybody, David and stuff. I was like, yo, if you would have hit your future, we would have won by four. Like, I would have been, like, running everywhere. You know, I would have been the happiest guy on hurt. But, like, just the fact that it had to come to the end that it came with me with the final layup, it's just, I guess it just make the story even, you know. Who made that call? Who drew up that play? <laughs> it was. Uh, I've heard different things. I've yeah, heard. I mean, yeah. From what I heard, like it's a play that we run at Fisu that okay, year, yeah. like the summer before the season starts. So, 
heard it was a coach Kevin Anson player from uh, the coach from UBC. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, that's actually so. I don't know who called it coming out the bench. I just wanted the ball. I was telling David like, "Yo, just make get sure I get the ball and I'll make a play from there." Because you know, there's nine seconds, and I felt like I would have made the right play. Whatever the right play would have been, like draw to defender if I had to kick out to whoever was corner, I would have made the right play. So it just happened that. You know, the the paint clear out, and I had a good look at it, even with the left hand, a roll out on the room for like a a good second, you know? So it just, when it fell down, I just felt relief. And, you know, it took me a while to really, like, to everything sucked in and, you know, to realize that we won, though. So it's a good thing. It probably felt like the ball hung on the rim Yo, forever. Forever, but. forever, forever, <laughs> man. I was under the bad void, and it, this, the, the ball still didn't drop in the net. So I was like... No, man, I watched this play a couple of times for sure. <laughs> yeah. What was the uh, what was the aftermath like for you guys after the national championships? Coming back home to Calgary, take me through the next like seventy two hours. Well, it's fun, man. Guys enjoyed, man. You know, party, party, party until we get to our, our our plane. Then coming back, man. Media is coming out in the airport, showing us love. Calgary Flames, you know, making come to their game and everything so you know so it's good man guys enjoying the time for sure the first one you know like unexpected so it's a good summer but i just felt like yeah coming back after that you got to live that behind you you know like mm. you know training camp starting like july and stuff so guys coming back is a good time but hey guys man we got pretty much the same team so i'm like like if we don't get another one i'll be disappointed you know that's how i see it because one is great but Nobody cares after that, you know, you got to do it again. So that's, that's defending the, is the hardest know, thing. Defending right? is the hardest thing. And, you know, I think we did a pretty good job this season defending, like coming back as a defender champion. Uh, champion. But yeah, like a little bit, like Coach said too this year, like, you know, a lot of people were saying, like, we're trying to defend our, our title or whatever. But, like, you know, like the title we have, we're not trying to, de- we got it, you know, like nobody yeah. can take that from us. So like, we're trying to get another one. So we're trying to make sure that everybody know we're trying to get another one and not defend our title. So coming into your final season and you had talked about how really the same core was intact. Did you feel that there was an elevation in the intensity of workouts, practices, uh, people's accountability for each other, all of that. Uh, no, I'll say th- I'll say it probably stayed till the same, till okay. the same, until probably like preseason we had a we had a loss and then it had it kind of hit us, you know, guys like your guys like we gotta understand that every every team, sorry, wanna come against us like with a different the defending champ like you know like every team wanna want a piece of us so like. We can't not come and just go into practice or, you know, just going to teams that we know we're supposed to beat because we're trying to get better for the Nationals. So, like, even though we beat a team that we're supposed to beat, if we don't play the right way, like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? So, it's like, it's a road. Like, it's just a process. So, like, guys was really focused but still enjoying the time, you know, like taking one game at a time and making sure we're doing the right thing. David had said that on, on, on his podcast. The shot you made in that, national championship game against Ryerson that would just take you to a different level and then we saw it finally that you got your Canada West player of the year and just a, a magnificent season for you uh what do you think you did differently uh that led to all the success that you had uh, I mean a lot you know a lot of credit to my for sure a lot of credit to my teammates you know like teammates and coaches like like I said like Without them, I wouldn't be in the position I am today, you know, because those guys trust me. Those guys make sure, like, I get the ball or whatever in the right spot I need. You know, like, like even I, ha- I had bad games for sure, you know, like, and, like, every single guy came to me and, like, you know, keep 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 my head up, like, when time was hard and stuff like that. So Even the know, Canada West final this year was. Yeah, you know, year, like, right? it was we a tough game. Yeah, we, it was actually a tough game, you know, but, like, like I said, like I I knew how to f- find my my balance when it comes to scoring and distribute the ball too. You know, like like you yeah, I play with a bunch of good guys too. So like you know, sometimes like someone gonna have an, a good game, so it's his game. You know, so let him let him shine. You know, that's how I see it. Cause like you know, when I had my game, guys were sharing for me. So it, it's been like that. It was like that with the team all year long, which is which 
made this year super, super exceptional. You know, like guys were sharing the balls. We're, we're just playing fun. Like we're having fun on the court. So everybody was doing their thing. So, you know, it was a, it's a big role to our run this year. How did you feel your leadership has evolved with your time with the Dinos coming from, you know, primary score to, yeah, one of the yeah. best players in the conference. And um, the example that you had to set maybe on the floor because you had talked about you weren't maybe the most, you weren't the most vocal leader yeah. on the floor, yeah. uh, but you were leading more by example. Yeah, uh, I feel like uh, the leadership helped a lot. You know, like I said, like to like guys like was seeing like the way I was just behaving myself too, you know. So like obviously like I start with that, you know, when you see the, let's say the, the, the best player like like condemn themselves as everybody, you know, I, was, I wasn't taking out special. So like even that, like I don't talk a lot, but when I was talking, like sometimes, you know, I was making sure that the message was understand by everybody, you know. So like when you don't talk a lot and you see a few things, like guys going, okay, okay, we let's take that on consideration. He might be right, you know. So, you know, I was just picking my time when it comes to talks and everything. But on that side, I think it was more on David. On David, you know, like I think David is a great leader. The way he talk, he know how to approach people too. So, you know, it was, it was good. It was good on this side. So he really like compliment me some way, you know, on that on that sense. So, do you and Dave play a lot of one on one? Uh, not a lot, but we did have a few one-on-one plays, you know, one-on-one <laughs> games and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, we're still trying to figure out how to guard each other, man. You know, David had a few quick moves that I can, I can figure it out again. But yeah, you know, we're still we're still learning each other, so it's fun. Um, you guys are successful in defending your Canada West final mm-hmm. this year, uh, taking it against UBC. Mm-hmm. A bit of a tricky game, though, because you're talking about Coach Kevin Hansen, who mm-hmm. coaches UBC. Yeah. Is that in the back of your mind at all, that you're like, this guy coached me at FISU? Um, uh, he, he knows me kind of inside and out. Yeah, no, not, not, not really, not really. Like, obviously, like, I just approached my game and just going to the game, the same game plan, same thing, being aggressive and stuff. And uh, I just feel like it's an off game, you know, to be honest, I just feel yeah. it's an off game and... You know, and I didn't want to press anything at a point too. Like you know, like you're so far into the season to to worry about yourself at some point. You know what I mean? So, whatever, whatever. You know, ugly wins, nice. Like you'll take the win. You you're moving forward. So, that's pretty much what it was. You know. So obviously, I did film on that game. Just see what what I could have done better because you know we're going to national. So I just want to make sure that you know it's not a game that people will try to expose me on a few stuff again. So I just for sure looked at that game and I just move forward. You know, it's great. We won. So. Hey, best feeling, man, winning. It's the best feeling, so that's great. I felt like you channeled a bit of your Lamar State uh, Mombi time um, when you're having to contribute in different areas and not in the scoring, right? Exactly. And just filling in with the steals and the rebounds and just making sure that you guys are playing turnover-free basketball. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it's good, man. Like I said, you know, like doing other things, man, it's... It's, yeah, it's a big key of the game, man. There's too much to do to just score, to just worry about scoring. You know, obviously scoring is fun, but you know, sometimes you do. You got to do other things to to win. Heading into your second consecutive national championship, were you guys feeling pretty loose, or was there more pressure now that you guys were on the hunt for another national championship, and you know now mm-hmm. what it takes to mm-hmm. get to that level? I won't. I won't say more pressure, like. But it was like you know what I mean so like people was like just expectation you know expectation yeah. on the air yeah. like oh yo they won last year so yo they, you guys are on the map yeah you know they have to do it again so but like they don't know how hard it is you know because like I said man we went to an undefeated season you know what I mean so every team that you play and like for people that don't know when you play in the Canada West it's back to back games you know not not like an other conference so obviously you're playing back to back games against the same team so. Scout are getting better. They know your tendency. You, they know your stuff. You know, so it's not an easy conference to just go through. You know, so like being able to win twenty games in this type of conference is it means a lot. You know, that means like you know we work and for sure like you know everybody had their their games. Everybody had doors game where they save us kind of stuff. You know, Brett had those big games. Lars, Lucas. You know, like guys from the bench, Mace, Drew. So. We had we had a good team, good depth, and uh, you know we make it far. We won the Canada West, and when came short this year, man, it's just, 
it's a great season, but yeah, we came short against a really, really great Carlton team. So sorry, before we get into that game. So congratulations to you guys for a perfect season. Thank you. Uh, I think what was that the fifth time that was that yeah, had happened? Probably fifth in time the Canada in, in the Canada West. But a lot of the wins you could say, oh, they just cruised to a victory. Yeah. But over the course of the entire season, how hard is it for you guys to maintain your focus? And that consistency so that you guys are coming out on top every night. Uh, it's art, man. It's art because you can look at, at other teams like and disrespect them. You know what I mean? Because like, we had a goal at the end of the year. So like, actually, like, let's say you, you, you won a, a, a few games against teams that you're supposed to beat, but you don't play the right way. You know what I mean? Like, it, It's nice on paper. Yeah, we won, whatever. But if you don't play the right way because you're playing those teams, when you're going to play a better team, when you get to Nationals, they'll, they'll get back to you, you know what I mean? So that's that's a, a really, like, I think the most hard thing to do this year is just because playing the right way. Because, like, let's say I could have come to any game and dropped low. Let's say I, I, I won 30 tonight. I'm going to drop 30 and or whatever, you know, if you guys not happy because they, they didn't get a shit they wanted to do. But I know we're we going to win, obviously, you know, but... It can still mess up like the chemistry of the team down the road. So you know, so every every game we're just like, yo, let's play our game. Let's play the way we play. So when it comes that we're facing a riser and we're facing a Carlton, like nobody's surprised, you know, from what we did all year. So that's pretty much. But I think like, yeah, you know, just playing the right way, make sure that. Everybody felt part of the team, and that's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much. But that's an interesting point, because you could really just, like you were saying, just have the game of your life, but if you're not doing things the right way, if you're not um, putting team first, that, like you said, that can really just cause some friction some in the fri- locker Yeah, room, you know right? what I mean? And, like, that type of friction, you could have, we couldn't have, it like, a 17-2, and two, uh, I mean, 18-2 and two season. It would have been nice, you know, it would have been nice, but, like, Obviously, and twenty and is 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 better, you know. It's it's different. So like that difference between the eighteen and two and the twenty and zero, it, it comes to that difference, you know. It comes to that when guys making the right play, when guys are are playing for each other, you know. What I mean, because those two games we didn't lost it. It could have been like one of those two games where I'm I'm trying too much, and you know we lose one of them, but. Yeah, that's pretty much. Did you feel the path to the national championship this year was more difficult than last year? Or not? Mm, I'll say pretty much. I think the same. I mean, probably a bit early, harder because we had to play both teams this year. Obviously, like Rice and, and Carlton. Oh yeah. You know, because yeah. like I don't think like they didn't they didn't put us first. You know, all year that was probably like a a, a discussion kind of like you know like people were just like who who should be one. You know, we didn't last all year. We won last year. Should we deserve to be one or Carlton? Carlton been rolling for years, we all know, you know, so are they, you know, so it's like, whatever, you know, like, we didn't, uh, we didn't pay too much attention to that, but I know it played it play a big role, especially coming to your final eight, you know, if you were a first seed, we probably just have to play one of those teams, but probably not those two teams, but, you know, at the end, I said, it's, there's no excuse pretty much, because you got to beat the best to be the best, so I guess, you know, we had, this year, we had a different road to the finals, but, you know, I think, man, guys worked hard, man. We did whatever we could and uh, didn't end up the way we wanted. Have you had a chance to reflect on that game against Carlton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did. It took me a while, but, yeah, it's, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. What did you learn? Well, I learned, I just learned that, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, pretty much. That's, you know, because I've seen both part of it. You know, last year... I was in the different feeling at the different at the same moment, you know what I mean. And this year, I seen the different side, so it's just like winning losses, you know. But yeah, it's it's good, man. It's just you know this year, like I just feel that you know, it's like a blur, you know. And Carlton came to us and just I just don't feel like we I feel we we're ready, but it's just the way they came to us, you know. Like it's this team is so good that if you you let them have a lead, a comfortable lead like this uh, in a game like that is. It's too late, you yeah. know. Yeah, you guys got off to a bit of a slow start too, right? Exactly, Just... we got we got off on a really slow start. O and nine. Yeah. O and nine. They started O and nine run, and uh, they just never looked back, man. You know, we got we yeah we, uh, we got really dominated that game, but were you guys taking bad shots or were they decent no, shots, but they just weren't yeah falling? decent shot to be honest decent shot, but 
they really they had everything for our offense like you know what i mean like they were really really prepared and uh I don't. I don't feel like we we met this intensity all year. You know, that's mm-hmm. like 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 I said when I bring back to the games that we played during the season. Like, you don't get yourself ready for those teams because, you know, at the end, that's not those teams that you've seen in the nationals. You know, so like, when it comes to like, you know, even it, it could even start back in practice. You know how we approach practice between each other because like the way we got hit against this team is just like I feel like it's a shock for everybody because we we were undefeated until this last one game you know what I mean yeah. so and we never got kicked like that and in guys, a long time and, and a long oh. time you know what I mean so yeah. like I just hit and you're like damn by the time you you're trying to figure out what's going on it's too late yeah you know? you're on the plane back home really. oh really <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know so like I said man it's maybe good. if you had those two losses in the regular season you were able to experience what it's like to overcome adversity Over- dig exa- deep right exactly exactly I think like but I, I don't think those those two losses in the season would have made much like for the finals, let's okay. say, you know. But because I feel like the preseason loss wake up wake us up a little bit. Right. But it was just like I don't know. They was they were really super prepared, you know. Like I said, like it's a great team, man. They won fourteen at the last seventeen, I think, and uh, you know, well coaches and everything. But no, man. I was like I said, I was really excited, man. If it was a team that I wanted to play this year, you know, like I I had the old like the whole story right out of my mind like you know starting this year I was like yo if I want to play a team in the final this Carlton because I feel like last year we 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 won against Ryson but you want you want you want the best of the best you know yeah. what I mean like that's what I was saying because you know Carlton been winning so I'm like yo if I want to end up my career on on, on the win I want Carlton you know what I mean like I want I want to have my last my last win on this team, but it didn't go that's that cool. way. That's like the underlying theme your entire life. You always want to play at a higher level, uh, the best competition. The best right? competition, you know what I that's mean? That's how like, you get better. Exactly, that's how you get better. So, yeah, hopefully we could get that game back, you know, but it's a one game, and you got to come ready that game. So. And now you finish up your Dinos career. It's crazy. <laughs> just like that, your senior year is over. Have you had a chance to, to reflect on your time here in Calgary and you've accomplished a lot, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Jeremy. It's, it's been, it's been, it's been a long ride. It's been a fun ride to be honest, man. It's even, even more than basketball, to be honest, like it's just the people that I met here. Like, you know what I mean? Like people are just real, like, and showing love. Like it's, you know, like it's, it's, it's big, man. And just putting myself in the position that I am today, you know, I feel like I grew up a lot, you know, and, uh, you know, like being able to be able to get a degree, like mm-hmm. which which I think I would never be able to even come close to. You know, to to be honest with you, like school. Especially never, when you're at Momo, right? Momo <laughs> feeling like school never been my thing. You know, yeah. like transferring. Like I was trying to put I was trying to put myself in a better basketball situation than school. You know, school was sick and it's like, you know, so like you know, like growing up, like man, like not a lot of people around where we from was getting degrees, you know, like when you turn around and look left, right, like, you right. know, guys are just chilling and, uh, you know, like just doing their thing. So it's just, it's just crazy that I get a chance to, 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 to be graduated in the spring, you know, I'm, it's I'm thankful, huge accomplishment. That's exactly. Awesome. That's without basketball, like, you know, like except basketball, but your yeah, basketball been, been great too, you know, it's just win national championship, you know, something that I would, Never thought I could have, you know, I would have, man. It's just, like I said, man, I, I, it all come back to sacrifices and and time that you put in, you know. I feel like if you want something, like, you put the time in. F- this for sure bumps, you know, bumps on the road. This for sure everything you do, you know. But I think you just got to stick to it, you know. And uh, it comes was, back to the dream, though, right? It's true, man. You got to keep it in front of you. Exactly, exactly. So what's next for you, my man? Oh man, next. I'm excited for what's next. To be honest, it's, it's a little bit too early to say what's going next, but uh, I'll set. But you're looking for professional yeah, overseas. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. I'm looking for exactly like overseas contract and stuff. So I've been talking to a, a few agent, yeah. and uh, yeah, again, get, get my stuff together. You know, like talking to a few people and uh, making sure I'm aware of. Uh, the leagues and everything so just taking my time when it comes to decision uh, talking to a few people that, that that play overseas and stuff so do you have a preference of where you want to play or it doesn't matter uh i mean it doesn't matter to be honest like for sure there's there's better leagues than others for sure i'm trying to 
aim at the top leagues of Russia's in probably France, uh, Spain, Germany. But but you know the place, the location is just. I think the the the, the situation is more important than where I'm at. To be honest, like I want to be in a position where I can play my game. You know, obviously, and uh, so you're gonna continue bringing that filter with you of where's the best competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, everywhere I go, everywhere, everywhere I go, for sure. Okay. So. So no, for sure. Like for sure, like it's good to you know get paid to to do whatever you like and stuff. But I still I still want to play with the best. You know, like I don't. You still feel like you can I, grow. Exactly. I still feel That's like amazing. I still feel like I can can see myself one day in those top leagues. Hopefully, so you know, work hard and we'll see from there. As you're going through this process of trying to play professional ball, going through agents and all this stuff, how eye opening has it been? Uh, this whole process. And just this new experience of playing professional ball now. It's nice, man. It's like a dream becoming rea- reality, you know? Like, it's just, like I said, man, like I was dreaming small, man, for, 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 for you know what I mean? For a little, for a little while, just because where I'm from, like, you know, like things are limited, you know? Like, that's how we we're seeing it until until I moved and I'd seen stuff, you know? So it's just like, damn, like I'm, I'm almost where I want to be, you know? Like, I just feel like, all the work that I put in just pays off. And uh, When did you start having those thoughts of, I'm going to play overseas? Or uh, when did you have the belief in yourself that you could even do that? I'll, I'll say probably starting my, my career at, at UFC. Okay. You know, at UFC, even before I wasn't seeing myself really playing professional, none of that. So I was like, okay, wow, like this, this is doable. You know, I'm like, okay, this is doable. I just got to put a plan together and... And, and do it anything you want to plug or promote um, any shout outs <laughs> yeah. no I don't know man shout yeah. out to my teammates man shout out to you know to, to the university to the people in Calgary and uh, you know everybody that that play a role and uh, and where I'm at today so thank you to everybody that that helped me get where I'm at today that's awesome. Uh, thanks for coming on to Story Island. It was great hearing your journey through basketball. And yeah, just excited for what's to come for you. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Reading the Play. For more content, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And you can also download other episodes at sportcalgary.ca. Be sure to check out the Facebook page Reading the Play and to stay up to date on the latest RTP news including new episodes. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Reading the Play and myself Jeremy Lee at Legacy. I really hope there's a piece of Mombi's story that impacts, inspires, and ignites you to help you win your day. And as always, I'll catch you in the next episode.